Hello, good morning to you, our Easter friends in the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Our text this Sunday is Revelation chapter 1, verse 9 to 19. Dear brothers and sisters, greetings to you from Mount Sinai, empty building, but the building of the kingdom of God is with you in your hearts. Things are not as they should be in the churches. Christ is calling us to commit ourselves to live in righteousness. Revelation is a book of hope. It was written and recorded for our benefit. This book stands as a comfort and challenge for us today. We can take heart as we understand John's vision of hope. We are just days after the resurrection. Let us continue reflecting on the meaning of the resurrection for our life and salvation. Today, we want to see a theme which says, the risen Savior reveals himself to us. Let me read verse 9 to 11. I, John, your brother, who share with you in Jesus the persecution and the kingdom and the patient endurance, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamum, to Theatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. This is how the book of John, in, uh, of Revelation, uh, written by John, begins. The author identifies himself as John. This is the disciple whom Jesus loved. He is the one who remained with the women during Jesus' crucifixion. Why does he say, your brother and companion in the suffering? The Christian church was facing severe persecution like we are today. Almost all believers were socially, politically, or economically suffering because of the empire-wide persecution. Some were killed for their faith. This is the persecution John faced as well. The church historian Eusebius reports that John was exiled to the island of Patmos in the 14th year of the reign of Domitian in 95 AD. He was released in 96 AD after this king died. John suffered and patiently endured persecution in exile on that lonely small island of Patmos off the coast of Asia Minor. He suffered because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. John refused to stop preaching the gospel. This is why he has told us that your brother suffering together with you. We may not face persecution like the churches in Asia Minor, my brother and sister, but we have the coronavirus persecuting the world, but we must have the courage to share the gospel with others. While on that island, John received a command to write down what he was going to hear from the Lord. He was to send this message to the seven churches of Asia, and I am sending this message to you, my brothers and sisters, out there where you are quarantined. While John experienced divine inspiration, he turned around to try and see the person who was speaking, as we can see from verse 12 to 16. I read, 
Then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. And on turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands, I saw one like the Son of Man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white as white wool, white as snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze, refined as in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of many waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and from his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining with full force. This is the message that John is giving us. Out of this experience we see that seven golden lampstands represented the seven churches. In the middle stood someone like a son of man. This was the divine Christ. The glorified Christ appeared before John. Jesus was dressed in a fine attire. We also see how he is described. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow. This symbolizes his holiness, his wisdom, and divine nature. His eyes were like blazing fire, having the ability to see into our hearts and judge. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. This is a picture of how he exercises his power over his enemies. His voice was like the sound of rushing waters. This is an expression of life-giving power of his word. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. This is a display of his majestic glory, a golden sash around his chest, a revelation that he is the high priest who goes into God's presence to obtain the forgiveness of sins for us. In his right hand, he held seven stars, these are angels or messengers of the seven churches. Most likely they are pastors in charge of each church. Sharp double-edged sword symbolizes the power and force of his message. His word of judgment is as sharp as, as swords. This is how the risen Savior reveals himself to us. He reveals himself as one with authority to judge. He does that in all his glory. He also reveals himself to us with a message of hope. Jesus assured John not to be afraid. He then explains why John needed to be afraid, not to be afraid. He is the first and the last. Jesus is eternal. He is the living one. He, has, he was dead and now alive forever. He died for our sins and rose from the dead. He holds the keys of death and Hades. He has power to raise the dead and deliver people from Satan's power. Let me read from verse 17 to 19. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. And the living one, I was dead. And see, I am alive forever and ever. And I have the keys of death and of Hades. Now write what you have seen, what is and what is to take place after this. This is the message from uh, John, our suffering brother. My dear brother and sister, are you afraid? 
Do you feel persecuted by the coronavirus? Look at Jesus and see his right hand on you with the words, do not be afraid. Look at the words of Jesus. I am the first and the last. Meaning there is no other power apart from that of Jesus. Listen to what he says. I am the living one. Not these graven images that are dead. We worship a living God. He is not a one-time savior or short-term power. He says, I am alive forever and ever. My brother and sister, be assured that you have access to God's strength. Just face whatever trial that come your way. If you are facing difficult problems, remember that the power available to John and the early church is also available to you. Are you convicted and sentenced by your sins? Maybe you feel convicted? Be assured that Jesus holds the keys of death and Hades. He alone can free us from the eternal bondage of Satan. He alone has the power and authority to set you free from sin's control. A believer does not need to be afraid of Hades or death because Christ holds the keys to both. Just turn from sin and turn to Jesus in faith. When you attempt to control your life and disregard God, you will set a course that leads directly to hell. But when you place your life in Jesus' hands, he restores you now and resurrects you later to an eternal, peaceful relationship with him. Jesus repeats the solemn charge to write. Now, can you pick your pen and write down what you have heard and seen? Take to heart what you have seen. That is the appearance of the risen Christ. What is now the reign of the victorious Christ in the interest of this, his church? What will take place later, the final triumph of all believers and their glorious eternity with him who has overcome? My brother and sister, this is the message. Take heart, Jesus is in control. Take heart, he is ruling, he has power, he has control over your life and my life. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God of grace, you have brought us into a new and living hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. As he shows himself, proves himself to be alive, we believe that he is risen. For as in Adam all died, so in Christ all will be made alive. He is a risen Christ now ruling over our lives. He was delivered over to death for our sins and raised to life for our justification. We marvel at the love you showed by your willingness to sacrifice your son to pay for our sins. We bow down in adoration at your mighty power, which raised him from the dead. We praise you for sending the true life and light into the world. Lord Jesus, God of grace, you have filled our hearts with resurrection joy by your victory over sin, death, and the grave. You have conquered the darkness and given us comfort and hope. With the church of every age, we offer you an ending praise, for you have crushed Satan's head and have removed our guilt. You are risen, dear Lord Jesus, dear Savior, 
We who are weary and burdened come to you for rest, knowing that because of your perfect redemption, there is now no condemnation for us. Take away our doubts and fears, and daily renew in us the joy of our salvation. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, God of grace, you have called us by the gospel and brought us to saving faith in our risen Lord. We glorify you for opening our eyes to see the light of life. Lord, keep us with Jesus Christ in the one true faith because he is risen. As we journey through life, make us yearn for the day when you will give eternal life to us and all believers in Christ. Hear us, Lord, indeed, during this troubling time of the coronavirus. Bless all the people out there as they listen to this message. In Jesus' name, work through us as we proclaim the saving message through audio messages for the crucified and risen Jesus Christ near and far so that many others may hear your call, obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus and join us before the throne of our God and the Lamb. Hallelujah for our Lord God almighty reigns. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen.